Good evening, and welcome to the festival, the full moon in Virgo. This Friday, 9th of September, 2022. Strengthening through the stages of probation and awakening. Today and for the few days following, let us deliberately link our thoughts to the following significant quote that Virgo is related to Taurus through Vulcan, which brings in what might be called the endurance aspect of the will to be, which carries the incarnated Son of God through the experience of the dark time, wherein the personality becomes the mother in the stage of gestation through the period of infancy upon the physical plane and through the stage of adolescence until the initiate attains full maturity. This is the full grown man in Christ of St. Paul, the anagamine in Buddhism. The Hindus call this stage the Hamsa stage, and the Christians, the transfiguration on a high mountain, the transfiguration of the personality by the soul, which is the completed soul-infused personality of esoteric psychology, culminating in the third initiation of the wisdom religion. In all of these, Virgo gives birth to the Christ child and nurtures the infant and the fragment that was put down at individualization when animal man became the human being long time ago. At that stage, the light increases imperceptibly at first perhaps, then gradually and increasingly, he realizes that I'm the mother and the child. I, God, I, Mata Am. This involved a vast period of painstaking work, which has led us to the stage of quickened life and the stage of probation or awakening. In this brief reflection on Virgo and its keynote, the human divine adventure is summarized. Let us pause for a few moments to sound the affirmation of the disciple, aligning ourselves with the current of energies increasingly pouring in from Virgo as it reaches its culmination tomorrow at 5.59 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. I am a point of light within a greater light. I am a strand of loving energy within the stream of love divine. I am a point of sacrificial fire focused within the fiery will of God, and thus I stand. I am a way by which all men may achieve. I am a source of strength, enabling them to stand. I am a beam of light shining upon their way, 
and thus I stand. And standing thus, revolve and tread this way, the ways of all people, and know the ways of God. And thus I stand. It would seem that we are passing through a period of this dark time mentioned above when the personality becomes the mother in the stage of gestation. And during the duration, what is needed is indicated by the rest of the above quote, which reads as follows. This necessitates persistence, endurance, and continuity of effort. These words of the Tibetan may be considered as the components of the definition of strength. And the good news is that these energies are abundantly present and increasingly accessible during these times of the full moons. As we continue to use this formula, energy follows thought. Strength is needed in these turbulent days when everything appears to be shifting. Strength is needed to hold the vision. Strength is needed to stand in the face of growth in humanity. Many times, strength is needed just to stand and wait in the face of the inexplicable. For in the words of the poet, they also serve who only stand and wait. Strength is needed when the wrongs, the evil, the injustices, and ill will appear triumphant due to the glamour cast on events by the deceptive sequencing of time, which renders the immediate pain and agony attendant to seeming losses and defeats and failures interminable. Strength is needed to face the challenges of illnesses on the path. This energy of persistence, the strength to hold onto the right, the good, the beautiful and the true is pouring in this very moment among other beneficent energies and forces. As we participate in this full moon festival in Virgo, and so is the energy of endurance, another attribute of strength, uniquely available for world service today. Ability to sustain a prolonged stressful effort or activity is today needed more than ever before. Concerning endurance, the Webster Dictionary expresses it beautifully and clearly as the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Then we come to the energy of continuity, which demands from us the ceaselessness of effort, of service, the ceaselessness of faith, and the ceaselessness of hope. Here we are encouraged by the continuity of the earth itself and the humanity and the moon and the stars and the progress that has been made in spite of many growing new challenges. The world continues and we must participate in its continuity. 
and in service as long as we are present in this threefold vehicle. The present time leaves us no other alternative and leaves the aspirants and the disciples no other choice. And so for aspirants and disciples, persistence, endurance, and continuity are peculiarly relevant from the point of view of service. We are living in peculiar and challenging times. And we are also living in an amazingly great time for group service, where many people are being trained and can be trained for this new mode of world service. And we are also being fitted for this work through experience, difficulties, and the tension of world service. The increasing use of the great invocation, the spread of mass education, plus the present advances in learning, and in particular in science and technology, have made available much light in the world. The result is that everything is coming under increasing scrutiny, and the aspirants and disciples are under the most intense scrutiny of all as they navigate the soul personality world, employing what measure of the light that they are engendering. The unremitting revelation of themselves and ourselves in the light of the acute issues of daily living in one of the most amazing times of the planet Earth calls for the persistence, endurance, and continuity that we are capable of. And the energy streaming in from Vigo are aiding. This time period of the world, the present cycle up to the year 2025 has been called the stage of the forerunner and described by the Tibetan as follows. It is preparatory in nature, testing in its methods and intended to be revelatory in its techniques and results. Therefore, the need for the energies of persistence, endurance and continuity emanating from soul levels cannot be overemphasized. This period, the stage of the forerunner, it will seem carries its own special and peculiar opportune spiritual attention of energies, which is available till 2025. Again, it will seem that we are simultaneously fortunate and challenged for we are working at the most extraordinarily propitious time, which accordingly has its unique demands on aspirants and disciples assembling presently. From the above considerations, the significance of persistence, endurance and continuity as expressions of and aspects of the will to be made available through the Virgo Taurus and Vulcan triangle of relationships and increasingly present today strongly demands to be understood anew. This significance needs to be comprehended not through ordinary mental understanding of the three words, for that will not provide the needed insight. And mere mental understanding of these three words, while helpful, does not provide the point of view of the soul, which must be present if we are to wrestle from these three words, their group implication. 
we are considering a penetration into the significance of these three words, persistence, endurance, and continuity, which when successful will complete and lead to a polarization that will instigate the right precipitation of that which lies hidden and which is a gift in the custody of the stage of the forerunner. To put it in more simple terms, there is a special and unique spiritual attention available for group service based on individual responsibility and appreciation during this stage of the forerunner that may be taken advantage of by present day aspirants and disciples. A second keynote of Virgo. The Tibetan provided a second keynote of Virgo. He characterized it as the keynote of the mission of Virgo and stated it as Christ in you, the hope of glory, concerning which he made the following remarks. The keynote which embodies the truth as to the mission of Virgo most accurately is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is no clearer or more adequate definition of this sign than that. I would have you bear it in mind throughout our discussion upon this sixth sign of the zodiac. Interestingly, the same exact words of this second keynote of Virgo was earlier stated by the apostle Paul in the New Testament. And the idea of Christ immanent in every human being was progressively presented by Paul in his epistles to the Romans in chapter eight, verse 10, where he said, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Here, the words are not direct and they are as if a blind or implied. But later in the second epistle to the Corinthians, a portion of the blind is removed and more light is shed making the idea clearer in chapter 13, verse five as follows. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. Paul is advancing towards a higher and deeper consciousness and accordingly illuminating the people with his words. Then later still in this episode to the Colossians chapter one, Verse 27, Paul unveils the whole mystery most clearly. He unveils the mystery of the Christ consciousness immanent and being given birth and nurtured in the human form. And the full keynote is then revealed. The light bursts forth. The mystery of the glory is proclaimed for all to hear. And Paul sounds the following words. The riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul, in stating this revelation, 
indicated that it was a great mystery which had been hidden from ages and generations, but now is being made known and in our own times is being made even clearer and light on these seven words, Christ in you, the hope of glory, have been amplified and carried to a new level of illumination and understanding. And today we can interpret the same words from the point of view of the many different religions. For example, we may say, instead of Christ in you, the hope of glory, Krishna in you, the hope of glory. From the point of view of Islam, we may say the Imam Mahdi in you, the hope of glory. From the Kabbalah, we may say the Shekinah in you, the hope of glory. Judaism will render it the Messiah in you, the hope of glory. Then the Bodhisattva in you, the hope of glory. And the light in you, the hope of glory. Here the words are not related to the zodiac at all. That will come later from the Tibetan through Alice Bailey into a more receptive world group. We are indeed fortunate. In Virgo, a significant dual process is going on. A distant version of the dual, the moving forward of the new age discipleship groups is taking place. We are given or made to understand the evolution of the form nature as the vehicle for the birth and growth of the Christ consciousness. The importance of the form is thereby indicated simultaneously with the usually recognized importance given to the soul. For there is nothing that we can achieve on this form plane without this triple form. Now, there is increasing appreciation on the part of modern occult students of the importance of the form nature. For again, there is not much that can be achieved without the form. And our present challenges are intimately connected with this birth and growth of the Christ child into the biblical full grown man in Christ as he is nurtured by the triple personality. The welfare or care for this triple form, the etheric physical, the emotional and the mental bodies is increasingly evoking understanding response from esoteric students in terms of service. These vehicles must be carefully developed in order to produce a sound mind and a sound body, an integrated personality as a proper and fitting vessel for the Christ child. One presentation of the teaching about this form nature, the personality and its development, particularly during our present civilization, is conveyed through three of the goddesses, Eve, Isis, and Mary. And this is emphasized by the Tibetan, who explains as follows. Eve is said to be the symbol of the mental nature and of the mind of man attracted by the lure 
of knowledge to be gained through the experience of incarnation. Eve, therefore, took the apple of knowledge from the serpent of matter and started a long human undertaking of experiment, experience, and expression, which was initiated from the mental plane in our Aryan times. Isis stands for this same expression down onto the emotional or astral plane. In Isis, the midway point is reached. The quickening of that which is desired has taken place. And Isis consequently stands in the ancient zodiac for fertility, for motherhood, and as the guardian of the child. Mary carries the process down to the plane or place of incarnation, the physical plane, and there gives birth to the Christ child. Every aspect of the problems of humanity or turmoil in the world, or should one say the crises in the world is connected or implicated in this dual process proceeding under the influence of Virgo, which is illumined and summarized in the first keynote of Virgo. I am the mother and the child. I, God, I, Mata Am. There is no greater evidence of the rapidly increasing growth of the soul, the Christ consciousness, and its counterpart or parallel in all the other religions without exception, than the growing and almost radical awareness abroad in the world that humanity's proper and fitting occupation is the establishment of right relationship in every aspect of life on earth, starting with right human relationship. And this is a significant contribution to the maturity of the Christ in all of us, which is the hope of glory. Let us commence our meditation on letting in the light. He who faces the light and stands within the radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, takes the light in dark, 
places the light of hierarchy. Meditation, letting in the light. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the group of world service, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. Extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known.
higher interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extra planetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. Meditation, reflect on the seed thought using the appropriate keynote of the zodiacal sign. For Virgo, it is, I am the mother and the child. I, God, and I, matter, am.
Precipitation, using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth and prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation from Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the group of world service, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, into physical centers of distribution.
lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram together sound the affirmation in the center of all love i stand from that center i the soul will outward move from that center i the one who serves will work may the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart through my group and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher the Christ.
as the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. We are advised to also pay great attention to the words that we are sounding, knowing that the great invocation is a formula for accelerating the progressive work of the new group of world service, for accelerating the good in the world, the beautiful in the world, the true in the world, and is speeding up the externalization of the hierarchy and the reappearance of the Christ. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Oh, oh. 
Thank you. The full moon occurs tomorrow at 5.59 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So we're in the full tide of the incoming energies. And we are directing these energies into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere in the world. Thank mm -hmm. you. 